Kathy Motlasana on SAFM. We continue the conversation on the talking point. No, unfortunately, it, it it's not a mistake. It's not an error. Uh, that's what our listener, Tabiso, said yesterday when he called in because this particular individual was convicted in 2019 and they had only served a year of their sentence and they were let out last year. And, you know, the family found out about it by bumping into him in the streets. The victim has to walk around her neighborhood. She's a minor, by the way has to walk around her neighborhood and face the prospect of seeing the person who has violate, violated her in this way. And and that's part of why we have uh, followed up on this conversation with the Correctional Services Department uh, that will be joining us at half past 10. Well, for now, though, let me welcome to the show Unati Sol, who is the co-founder of Ababa Valeli Funeral Directors. Uh, good morning to you, Unati, and thank you so much for your time today. Morning, and thank you for having me in your show. We are living in a time where the funeral industry has been almost brought to the fore as a result of COVID-19 and the devastating impact it has had in our communities and the subsequent deaths that it has led to. How different is the work that you are doing in 2021 versus what you were doing perhaps in 2019? Um, It's very, very different, actually. Uh, COVID-19 pandemic has affected our business in a humongous way. For instance, now we we work long hours because as the pandemic continues to rage on, we have to do things in a shorter space of time. For example, we have family members who can't travel out of the province. And then I also have an an employee who can't make it for her mother's passing due to COVID because the, the funerals are arranged in such a short space of time mm. so everything has to be done now as and and the costs are skyrocketing because now people have to pay for ppes sanitizers and so forth I, I was reading something interesting around the increasing cost of of having funerals now that we're seeing an increase of about 25 percent what has been the experience that you've had in your own business Yes, yes. Um, uh, my experience is at least 30% increase in services since the outbreak began last March. In fact, we recently purchased, we had to purchase an extra refrigerator due to the uptake. Mm. So, so, so you've had you've had services increasing uh, by thirty percent, which means that you have more people now uh, coming to you in need in need of your services than ever before. Yes, mm. we do. And, and the cost of the funerals themselves for for the clients that you're helping. The costs actually vary because in some instances they're actually cheaper than before because now. People, the the regulations only allow fifty people to attend. So people don't need, don't see the need to to buy expensive coffins. Mm. Whereas the coffins won't even attend the service because when they get to the family home, immediately they go to the grave site. So people spend less sometimes. But 
that's only probably in the rural areas. And then you've got your urban side of, 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 of the city, whereby all of a sudden now the, um, we have to pay for grave sites and the services, I mean the prices, um, skyrocket mm. to actually book a grave site, including... Uh, the holes whereby you you hold you 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 hold your 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 the serve the funeral services mm. they are always full. One of the things that you have been doing as a business is trying in particular to assist the more vulnerable part of our population to be able to hold funerals. Tell me about that. We actually assist them so much because our plans um, benefit more the low-class um, families because mm-hmm. our plans take up to 11 people with different surnames and our, uh, um, our policies can include all the services that you would need to bury your loved one in a dignified manner. So you end up not paying anything more if you take our policies. So how does it work? Our policies, we've got a policy that's called our traditional policies to help um, our needy clients especially. They can join from 60 rand monthly. Our premiums are 200, include you, you and your spouse. And your dependents, you include nine dependents under you. And we don't have an age limit. The policy covers you for 10,000 rand, which is your casket is covered, your decoration is covered, all the catering equipment and the hiring of equipment is also covered. And the tent is also in that policy. Mm-hmm. So the families don't have to to go to other places for, for to, let's say, add on. Mm. That plan covers everything. And and why did you decide to get into the sector, Unati? Well, I didn't personally decide. Abavelli Funeral Directors was first um, owned by the late Mr. and Mrs. Saw, which is are my parents. Mm. So now... Me and my sister, who is the CEO of the company, had to carry on the legacy. Had you always been brought into what was happening um, in the business? Yes, we've always been brought up into the business, actually. Because I remember the CEO now of the company, Noabi Soso, worked um, at a tender age of 21 years in the business. And I came at a later stage of the business. So we Mm. do have the uprooting and upbringing of the business. Mm. Are there particular experiences, whether good or bad, that you face, especially being part of a family business? And and perhaps if if you could share some of those with, with our listeners. Yes, definitely. They are good. They are bad. We've had good ones because uh, now currently we're working together hand in hand. We haven't had any hassle. 
But obviously, uh, we've faced quite a few challenges since the birth of the directors passed because we do have other siblings, but due to not getting along, we, 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 we started initially the business was Abbeville Funeral Services, but now the business is Abbeville Funeral Directors. So we are solely directors of the company. So we started a new company and rebranded and everything mm, due mm. to the complications uh, we usually face in the family politics and so forth. Mm. And, and I mean, as, as an entrepreneur now, how are you able to separate yourself from the the work aspect of life versus the family aspect of life? It's very hard because mm. it's very, very difficult um, because the, the, the business is very demanding itself. There's no rest. We're currently running 12 branches across South Africa. So getting time away from the family or from the business itself is quite a challenge but here and there I do manage to 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 move away. Mm. And and do you find that sometimes your your family meetings end up being business meetings or your business meetings end up being family meetings, whichever way uh, <laughs> you know, whichever way it goes? Yes, always, <laughs> always, always. We if we plan to go to Durban but we always, actually, always, it ends up talking about business because of always wanting new opportunities in the business sector, in, mm. this, in this business sector, and always trying to, to, to meet up with the business standards because the business is, is evolving. The funeral industry is definitely evolving. In what ways? Um, basically, people now... Not like in the olden days, they don't want to come pay at offices. So you always have to put measures in place to try keep up so that people can have convenience, pay at spa, have debit orders, so forth. Even the services, we have to have everything included in the policy mm-hmm. so that your client never goes out to go do a tombstone somewhere else. So all your services have to be included in one plan so that your clients can never feel that uh, bearing their loved one was a hassle. Mm. It must be always be a, 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 an easier journey because they are grieving. So you're supposed to make things easier for them. We're in conversation with Unati Soul. She is the co-founder of Abba Valeli Funeral Directors. And as you heard, uh, you know, a business effectively that her and her sister have uh, taken over from their parents. And uh, really interesting to get a perspective of, um, you know, family businesses and what really goes on uh, within family businesses and the challenges. I don't think that we've actually, um, oftentimes we have profiled people that have said that, uh, you know, they're in business with some of their relatives, but never really uh, to the extent that we are doing today. And I'd really love to hear some of your experiences of being in business with your family members. How do you manage that? I mean, are there peculiar challenges that you believe arise? Are you able 
people to be more dedicated to the business because ultimately it's also about your family and your family's legacy versus when you are working for an independent corporation. Sometimes, uh, you know, you might not even know who the boss in your business is or you've never met them. So there is a level of, of detachment in, in that sense. I'll take maybe a couple of calls just on zero double one seven one four two double zero six. You can also uh, send your voice notes uh, to zero six one four one zero four. 104107 uh, and that's just um, the numbers that you can use to get in touch with us. So Unati I imagine that given the fact that you are sitting and, and watching what is happening in the country especially now that we are in the third wave of the pandemic what becomes a priority to you as a business that is functioning at a time where People are obviously experiencing so much loss and so much death, but you also have have a job to do. Yes. Um, what is now currently our biggest challenge, especially in the Eastern Cape, our staff and most of our branches are not vaccinated yet. So that is a challenge. I want all funeral home employees to be offered the vaccine mm. as soon as possible. It's really affecting our employees. Mm. And are you finding that you're having to offer different kinds of services to your clients? Because uh, I imagine you have some clients who've had more than one funeral or burial during this period. Yes, yes we've had to increase the type of services that we offer so that our clients always have trust in us during this time of need. Mm. And how have you done that? We've basically um, specials, for instance. We've had specials in our coffins so that our clients never lose faith in us. And if a pandemic, people, most people now are not even working. So we, we, we've had specials in lowering our coffin prices, specials in, in our decorations, so that even if the funds are not there, but we mm. can offer a dignified service because we don't always want to take for, from the community. We also want, we are there to help the community in this time of need. Mm, mm. And I can imagine it, it must be quite difficult having people who want to bury their loved ones, but because we, we know people have been left jobless, they, they often mm. don't have um, the money to, to actually do what um, what they would like to do. How do you deal with those cases? Mm. Even that, we you'd have, let's say, a client that has been with you and your company for 10 years mm. and now suddenly the wave has hit us all they lose two people so now we as Abaveleli funeral directors we don't just look at the book sometimes because we value the client's support so we've had adjustments towards our clients and how we help them even if their book was not in the in, in, in the right state. Mm. So we've had to actually be there for them and assist them 
regarding of their books sometimes because this pandemic has hit everyone. So in some cases, we actually look the book, look at the book, and actually call the families in and sit with them and mm. arrange a suitable way for both of us. Mutawung mm, mm. in Fosleris, good morning to you. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Katie. Yes, yes, hello. How are you, Katie? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. I'm still angry that uh, Pimelo is leaving. But oh, fine. <laughs> hey, tell me about it, hey? Politics. Tell me about it, yeah. Okay, uh, Kathy, the reason for my call is when I heard or I hear now that uh, the funeral parlor employees haven't been vaccinated. Mm. And it just brought this reminder to me to say it seems as if the government has forgotten about them and the important job that they are doing. Mm. And it becomes a problem uh, if now uh, 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 these people cannot be given a chance to vaccinate because I think they were supposed to be on on, on, on the first group that was vaccinated. You're raising a very important point, Mutawung. They could well have been vaccinated alongside some of, um, uh, you know, th- alongside the, the health workers, actually. Yes, mm. yes, yes. That mm. is why now mm. I say, let me pick pick up the phone and say, mm. now that uh, 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 your guest has brought this uh, uh, to the conversation that uh, their employees haven't been vaccinated, it is very important that Actually, they were supposed to be vaccinated long ago. Mm-hmm. Because remember, now they are the people who are always picking up uh, our families when uh, 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 death is they, they are frontline workers, Mutawung. They are frontline exactly. workers in the same way that the doctors and nurses have been. They are the people who have been first on scene, even yes, before families yes, are. I think, uh, yeah. I think we, uh, it, it has to be raised now mm. uh, that the government must do something about it, uh, really. Okay. All right, Mutawung. Thank you. Sure. Thanks for that call. Mutawung um, out in Fosloras there. And of course, I've been in conversation with Unati Soul uh, for our SMME talk. And she is in the funeral parlor business. Unati, let me thank you uh, so much for your time today. Have you been given any indication yet about when um, y- 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 you're likely to get vaccinated? Um, Cassie, at this point, we've tried all resources we've went to the clinics mm-hmm. we've taken our staff to the hospital but we are not getting any feedback mm-hmm. that's why i am pleading to the government to help us in this in, in, in this challenge all right we'll certainly also follow it up uh, unati soul there thank you so much for coming on to the show today unati it's ten thirty. luanda maume standing by with your latest news headlines